The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful and rainy Burbank, California, this is the Three Things in the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Welcome to the 48th edition of Three Things, Three Things on My Mind. And uh, number one, I, yeah, I'll tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be charity. We're going to start focusing on some charities this December, uh, plucking uh, from the uh, Knapsack Files, Ken Knapsack website. But I'm here with you now. Here with you all now in December, 2019, the year of our Lord, 2020. Decade switching. That used to be something really big in my mind. I I remembered 1989. Oh, the heady days. The late 80s. You know, I was working Wall Street, uh, doing coke every week. No, I was uh, 12, 13 range. Coming up on 14. Yeah, let's do the math. I I remember the decade switching, and I just remember just feeling like, oh, this time period is is changing. We're going to the '90s, the 1990s. Uh, what is that going to be like? What is that going to be remembered? I and I was thinking this on New Year's night, 1989 into 1990, because uh, I was at a family of uh, a part, a bunch of families getting together for a party. I remember right, right where I was and. Just this, this overthinking, thoughtful nerd in a corner in acid-washed, pleated jeans, thinking, what does this all mean? And it, it's kind of struck me recently. This is kind of, I guess, the first thing on my mind is the passage of time and age and how it creeps up on you. And I'm still still young, got, got a long way to go. I, I get that. But 2020, and I don't want to get technical about when a decade begins or doesn't begin. It's 2020. It's a new decade. And it doesn't seem like that at all. It doesn't seem like we're turning the pages. But I started to see some articles, some of them in the sports world, talking about like Major League Baseball, about go back to 2010 and tell yourself that these are the things that are going to happen. Cubs winning the World Series, changes in the game, players who are the top of their game, not just retiring, which is a natural, of course, passage of of uh, age in sports, but like Albert Pujols, uh, his 10-year deal would be an albatross for the Angels, something you couldn't believe back then. And then it really started to hit me. And using that 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 view on the sports world is, is kind of this, wow, we are, yeah, it's it's happened. It's happened. Which So then I get reflective. We've switched. We've got, I've done 10 more years. And it doesn't feel different until you read these articles, until you read the BuzzFeed uh, 10 things you didn't have in your pocket uh, in 2010 or whatever. Is that a title of an article? It should be. It should be. You know, just cell phones. That, that marks the passage of time. I get made fun of. I keep all my cell phones. I still have all of my cell phones. Every cell phone I've owned back to my first big brick of a Nokia back in, I think, about 2000, 2001. It's my first one. Then I went to the little smaller or Ikea, little gray one with kind of the rounded design. And then I think that's I switched to the Razor. 
My friend Joel had a razor. I was like, I got to get the razor. Remember order. I remember when it came in the mail. I was like, I'm stepping up. Life begins now. I got a razor phone, little tiny flip phone. So tiny, can't even feel it in my pocket. Because the, the first Nokia I had, you couldn't put it in the pocket. And I had to get a clip, a belt clip. At some point, that was cool. I mean, not like you're invited to all the right parties cool. But at some point, someone was like, hey, you know what it would be convenient if I clipped the cell phone to my belt? And at some point, we as a society, much like sandals with jeans, we all decided for men, we all decided, that's not, please don't. You might want to skip that. Um, I had, as the security director, I had to have, well, all right, had to is a strong word, but I had, I had phones on clips on belts, knowing it was kind of silly. But I had suits on, so you couldn't really see it. But I had to get to it fast all the time. Could be stuck. When when regional vice presidents of retail security companies call you, private security companies call you, the big corporate, you, you got to answer. So I couldn't be reaching in my pocket. Plus, it could fall out if I was running. Happened a lot. The amount of sunglasses I lost on that job and foot pursuits as they go flying off. Well, there goes another $5 pair. Um, I got off track. Cell phones. I want to mark the passage of time. That's just look at technology switching. Look at my palm trio. The height of tech in about 2005. I got my palm trio around that era. Oh, I was so proud of myself. I've upgraded to what they're calling a smartphone. And I could never really access the internet. Oh, God, it was a mess. But I like I like the tactile buttons. Um, but this is a cell, cell phone conversation. This is looking back and going, oh, yeah, time does change. Right now, I don't feel as though my life has changed in the last decade. I remember very clearly uh, the switch of the decade and where I was and what I was doing and who I was with and things and goals and things that seemed far off. And I can get down about that. I can get lost in that. What have I done? What have I done with my life? What what have you done with your lives? You probably asked that too. And every time, going back to the first year of the Napsock Files, I do love flipping that calendar and starting anew. I do believe in the new beginnings of a new year. Goals, resolutions, uh, don't do the resolutions. The goals are important. I did a couple years. I really, really was tight on the goals. Last year, not so much, but maybe I will this year. I didn't know. I survived 2018 unemployed, trying to figure this out. Crazy. Um, but whatever, for whatever reason, I have a tendency to look back and go, did I really do anything? And I'm not talking about the accomplishments, resume builders or cool things, but just like, where am I? Am I in a different place? Emotionally, mentally, um, maturity levels, anything. And, and yes, I have. But I don't feel it. I don't feel it, and I guess I need to go look at my cell phones, pull them out of storage. You go, oh, yeah, that's that's where I was. I got a BlackBerry in 2010. I think I got my first iPhone 2011. I got forced to take one. I had two phones for a while by choice. BlackBerry and an iPhone 3, I think. I had to take it for work. And then I immediately switched. That's another conversation. But I guess I have to go back and go, ah, 
I was in a BlackBerry state of mind in 2010. And life happens. Life goes where it needs to go. And you just don't feel it. So as, as, as 2020 starts to race up on us and a decade switches, I think it's okay. I want you out there to take stock of where you are and what you were doing, but what you were thinking. And when you get down and when you get out and you don't think you're accomplishing anything, you don't think you've moved uh, literally or figuratively, emotionally more than anything, you have. You have. And if you really haven't, it starts again. We got a new decade. I get obsessed. I don't know. Maybe it's those VH1 shows from back in the day. I love the 60s. I love the 70s. I love the 80s. I love the 90s and onward and onward. I Look, I still feel when someone's like last decade, I think 1999. And that's a, that's a phenomenon I'd like to see studied. And if any of my listeners out there who are in the same like age bracket and above, reach out to me, especially if you know me. Let me know. Is there a point? Because again, 1989. Oh, this is a rambly episode, and I hope you all enjoy it. 1989. I remember the switch. I was very aware of it. We're in the 90s now. Things are different. Andre Agassi's hair is going to change. For all you tennis tennis players out there. Um, I was very aware of it. And then, of course, you know, the 2000s, that was big. You couldn't escape that. With a, you know, obviously, the threat of Y2K loomed over every move we made. Um, but then to the end of the 09 to 2010, when I was roaming around the, two early, the early 2010s, it did not feel different. It felt like I was in the same decade. And, and times moved so fast that I really do feel, I do really feel like 1999 was last decade. 20 years have passed. That's crazy. 20 years. Age creeps up on you, I know. It's, I'm slightly obsessed with this um, really stupid uh, uh, pop culture debate that was going on about poor Billie Eilish and not poor her. She's doing great and making her money. God bless her. What is she all 17? And we were talking about in the afternoons recently, uh, Josh and I and Amanda kind of poking fun at her songs, but I have no, I have no problem with the song, no problem with music. It's just, I, she gets in this little thing happens. I don't know what to call it, uh, where she doesn't know what, what, uh, Van Halen is, who Van Halen is. Never heard of this Van Halen guy. And yeah, yeah. It makes you guffaw a little bit. <laughs> what? And he used to get really hung up on that, especially because it was a music snob. And I think now this is a passage of time. As we head to 2020, I'm like, oh, I've I've reached a different kind of older. Where I'm like, I don't even know her. I don't know. I saw her perform in SNL. My girlfriend has her song play sometimes on her drive. Again, no problem with her. But, like, I suddenly felt very protective. <laughs> I don't know why. She's like, well, let, is she, is she 17. She's 17. Van Halen's an all-timer. Don't get me wrong. But I used to get really mad at that. I still have little funny moments with that. I, I will tease Grace all the time. And she'll tease me about my age versus her age. And and I don't expect all of you to know every little weird 1990s band that I played on the rock stations. There's just no way. 
the big ones, yeah, it makes sense. But I, I, I always, someone was like, how is that? I'm only X years old. How would I know this? I'm like, well, you know who Abe Lincoln is. He wasn't roaming around last year. You studied history. If you're in music, you can study it. But I just get so held up on that. I'd be one of the ones doing a think piece 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I would do a think piece. Why we must destroy Billie Eilish records because she doesn't know Van Halen. It's, am I even saying her name right? I don't even know. That's how old I am. I don't care. It is weird. It, it messes with you when you start kind of looking at things differently. When you look around. I was talking with uh, Andres Cabrera from uh, Jedi Council and Castle Talk. And he's, there's a couple times recently on his, some of his other shows, The Meaning of and Everything, where he's like, I think I'm getting older. He's only 28. He's like, I think so the generational shift or divide starting to happen even for him. So that's all on my mind. The passage of time. In 2010, I would have been like, how could a popular singer performer not know who Van Halen is? Now I'm like, folks, let her, let her go. Let her, you know, just because I at 17 knew who strawberry alarm clock was. Doesn't mean she should know who Van Halen is. Doesn't mean she should should celebrate their entire catalog. Let it be. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. What's so that's the number three thing on my mind. Time, 2020, cell phones, and defending Billie Eilish. I just I'm starting to get really focused on this year switch now. Because the year I can't believe 2019 is almost over, and that's what's crazy. I think some of it has to do, and this is what I want, my older listeners, identify yourselves. When you reach a point, so for me, moving to L.A. in 98 and kind of getting on my feet by the time 2000 sets in, 2001 or two, some good things start happening, goals and careers and whatnot, or growth as a person, relationships, whatever. And it all feels the same. It feels like I'm on the same journey. Things have changed drastically. Again, I know. It's good to look back, take stock. But you get locked in. like, So it's not just that the 90s were different and felt different. My journey changed. From 94 to 98, I'm out of high school. I'm going to college. My radio career's going. I'm dreaming big. I'm wanting to be in L.A. to be a screenwriter, doing all those things. And so when I moved down here at the end of 98 and go straight, you know, you roll into 99, that feels like the next chapter. It's such a big, palpable, uh, overt change. I'm in L.A. now and everything. Well, now I've been in L.A. 21, coming up in 22 years. And though it's, it's been so much has gone on in that. It's a lifetime of things, ups and downs and sideways and backwards and all the things. But it all feels the same. I love, it blows my mind. Forget technology and everything, but just it blows my mind to maybe go back and see a picture of me in 2002. A good old-fashioned, still-photographied picture. That's a technical term? I don't know. I used to study photography. Um, And to see it, to see me in the picture, in the foreground, smiling, whatever, living my life, that's always a mind uh, a mind mess anyways. But what gets me is I look at that and I go, oh, yeah, I can tell the difference in my face. I can tell the difference in my hairline, my waistline, all those kind of things. Sure, I like where I am now. 
wish I appreciated things more then. I can have all those talks. But then you look in the background. There I am in the foreground smiling, maybe with my friends. Yay, memories. And you look in the background and you see the cars. Again, that's like the cell phones. You look at the Blackberry and go, wow, I remember when this was my lifeline. Look at this razor. This changed my existence. Look at your old pictures that you don't feel are, are as old. <laughs> go listen to those. Go watch, excuse me, go, go, go look at those pictures and listen to them. And look at the cars in the background. And that will truly tell you time has passed. You've, you might feel like in the last 10 years you've been, you moved. Maybe you're listening here right now and you're like, well, I took a job and I moved cross country 10 years ago and, and I, I don't feel like I'm in a different spot. That's because you're in this particular chapter and it just feels like the same chapter, but so much has changed. Look at the cars. Look at the cars. Can't wait for the new year. Get ready for that. I'm going to have a lot of thoughts. Second thing on my mind here on the Knapsack Files, three things, episode 48. How are we as a team, how are we going to do this? How are we going to start thinking better of ourselves? I'm not talking about being delusional. I'm not talking about thinking, you know, today I'm going to wake up and be an astronaut or a doctor. Do I need training? Nah, I'm good. I'm not thinking about that. But how are we going to treat ourselves better? I was recently in Washington, D.C. with Mark Ellis and Christian Ruvacaba, and we, we did some comedy out there. We taped some things. Uh, Christian was working the cameras, and he put together a nice piece of my stand-up set my sec- of the second show, of both shows, but a real nice edited piece of the second show. And... It's great. It looks it's great. He, he had brought all his cameras. He shot it. And he's a great editor. And so I have to watch, you know, just give him notes. To see, it's not, you know, see if I want to cut anything out or anything. And I tried to watch it. I couldn't get through it. And I'm judging myself on every single second of that. Every frame. Look at this horrible person on stage. Trying, and it was a good set. I tell you it was a good set. No, it was a good set. I was there. It was a good set. One of my better sets, one of my longest sets, actually. About 25 minutes. And uh, I couldn't give myself a break. I'm watching this. And I had dinner with Mark Ellis a couple nights after this. And I'm like, you know, I know I know he had to watch his special and watch it down and do everything. And I'm thinking, how did you do that? And he says, it wasn't easy. He said, it took, took me three days. So I got the file. I had to watch it and give notes to his editor and director, Thad, Thad Williams, and, and he goes, I couldn't do it for three days. Couldn't until I finally had to do it. And I was waiting for Jedi Council to start. I get there early on Thursdays and Collider, and sometimes I might pop into the Collider Live show. Other times I just, I just sit there kind of producing the show, uh, Jedi Council. But at some time, I got there so early, so I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this clip. I had it for three days, and I just kind of forgot about it. I'm sitting there watching it in the corner of Collider, in my own world, and it was, I was disgusted by how I looked, how I felt, how I said, I just, after that conversation with Ellis, I was driving home last night, I was like, this is, this is what's on my mind. How do we as a people, how do we as a human, as a humankind, how do we just have a little bit more mercy and forgiveness for ourselves? Again, there's that fine line, cocky and confident, arrogant and 
sure of yourself, right? Uh, yeah, we don't want no one wants to be that. You don't, you don't want to be the arrogant guy. That's not a good thing or a good trait. But what can you do with just a little bit more confidence and a little more faith from yourself? Because I have this clip, and I'm like, I want to share it with the world or put it up on Patreon or do something. It's not a special. Mark Ellis just put out a comedy special. This is not a special. It's just a set in Washington, D.C. But I, I'm kind of proud of it, right? At least I thought until I got the clip. Now I want to I want to hide it. I want to bury it. And that's just me, and that's just me about stand-up. I'm sure there's things out there. What, what did you write that you want to try? I talked to some old friends of mine recently. Uh, one of them, oh, I, I want to do some writing. I, want, I have a book idea. Do it. Do it. That's always the answer. The Shia LaBeouf meme. Just do it. But how far could you go if you give yourself just one ounce of respect, of self-respect? Again, I, I watch. I could watch this and go, yeah, I can't wait to improve my jokes. I can't wait to watch my set grow. I can't wait to drop a few pounds because I want to get in better shape for myself. All those things are good things, not bad things, but to watch the video and, and to feel myself reaching through the monitor and grabbing the person on that screen and punching them in the face with a tire iron. That ain't healthy. I need to feel better about myself. You listening need to feel better about ourselves. So what are we going to do? What's the answer? I don't have it. Because I could defeat it today. The day after it will come back. That's when it gets you. The first day you defeat it, I'm going to think highly of myself today. I'm going to think I can do things. Yippee skippy. The next day you're back to square one, and that hurts. That sucks. So I don't have that answer, but I'm asking you. Reach out. Find me. Use the hashtag the knapsack files. Write me on Discord. What do we as a, a, a team going to do to give ourselves just a little vote of confidence? What can you accomplish if you believed? We'll find those answers. Stick around here on the Knapsack Files. I'm going to come back on the other side. The number one thing on my mind is charity in this holiday season. Talk about it. Stick around. Thanks, my friends. here on the Knapsack Files. Three things. Thanks for sticking around. It's been a busy time for me. A lot of the shows, uh, some of you like. Uh, Dutch Allen, Mysteries uh, of uh, the Unexplained. Mysteries and the Unexplained. Well, I don't even remember my own song uh, show's name. Uh, and uh, Behind the Bag with Tom Dagnino. Interviews. Don't worry. All still part of my plans here. It happens every now and then. It happens in podcasting, and I've been talking to a lot of uh, fellow podcasters of, of uh, in, in my circle around here in LA, and you just you kind of go through the same thing sometimes, where you're just like the the act of booking guests and, and coordinating schedules and getting people to come out or go into their house and, and, and so forth and so on. It can be like it could be it could take a lot out of you. It could be tough. Um, not the hardest. One work in the world, but you know what I mean, like, and I'm just in one of those phases where it just, uh, Knapsack Files was always supposed to be just interviews, me and guests, 
I used to do four a month, and then started doing other things. It was the only thing I was doing for a while outside of uh, maybe producing the Schmelz on Thursday. And, and it was also new and exciting because you were meeting all the digital world was expanding fast, rapidly. So it was like meeting new potential guests every week, right? And it'd be like, hi, I'd meet you. Yeah, it's a, yeah, Joseph. Met Joseph Scripture at, at, at a convention. We had a beer. Come be on my podcast. Hey, then come be on my Star Wars podcast. Come, hey, uh, that's how you grow friendships in L.A. In life, I guess. Be on a podcast. So it got harder. It got harder. And I'm just in one of those phases right now. So the reason I bring it up, it's not not on my mind. It's not an official on my mind thing. But just uh, thank you for bearing with me during this tough, uh, busy holiday season. We got some guests lined up. I had to cancel some because of my uh, ongoing bronchitis. When should your bronchitis stop? That's a fair question, right? That's on my mind, I guess. Um, so, number one thing on my mind is charity. I'm going to do this in every show until uh, the end of the year. I should probably do it every show. Maybe we will do it every show. Yeah, maybe we will. But I'm going to start. Number one thing on my mind is charity. Uh, holiday season, uh, your mind should turn to that. And uh, it does for me sometimes, and I wish I'd, uh, I wish it was more on my mind. So this is something I wanted to do. On KenNapsock.com, my humble little website, there is a charity tab. I haven't updated it in a while. A lot of them are recommended by Patreon supporters. Uh, some recommended by friends, uh, family, and otherwise. Um, go to the list. Check it out. If you're just looking this holiday season, what can I get involved in? These are things curated by uh, me and my, well, I was going to say staff, but my listeners, my supporters, my team members, and again, some, some friends in the business. And uh, the one I want to spotlight is one from, from me, and it is uh, Be The Match, bethematch.org. That is the uh, name of the National Bone Marrow Donor Program. Enter the website, find out more, find out why it's important. And it is it's one of those things where you can literally, absolutely, positively, 100% save a life, like save an actual life. And I have not had the chance to. I, I came close. I've told, it, uh, told the story out here before, but came close. Uh, what had happened was uh, a friend of a friend uh, uh, lost, uh, her and her husband lost their daughter, two years old, uh, leukemia. And it's one of those things where, you know, trying to find a bone marrow donor and it, and it didn't happen. They thought, I remember there might have been a chance, might have been some recovery and it didn't happen. She died, she died too. She just, it was Allison. It was, she was beautiful, beautiful, bright, young two-year-old, right? I mean, God, two, two. So um, as best you can, you try to turn a positive and a negative, right? And uh, this was one of the charities that was um, came out of that, came out of that like uh, like they're going to focus on it, right? And we did a drive in in honor of, of uh, her daughter. We all um, went to uh, Kaiser over Woodland Hills, Kaiser Hospital, and, and we all donated. We all became a bone marrow donor. And it's a real simple swab process. I mean, so simple. And... You go, you file it off, and they test it, you know, you whatever, check mark, you're approved, yippee-skippy, right? And you feel good, and that's what charity should do. It should make you feel good, but you should also hopefully help people through it, right? Um, it's like I always I love the movie about a boy, <laughs> and Hugh Grant's like, and then one time I almost volunteered at homeless shelter, and he just like walks up and walks away before he gets in line to help. Um, I, 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 I think that, I think we all can can uh, relate to that a little bit. I forgot about it. I forgot about it. And 
a couple years later. Got uh, got uh, I think an email first, and then a phone call, and I was a match. Because uh, they have you on file, I was a match. And you get the choice, you know, even though you've, you've agreed to this, like, hey, you want to go forth with this, because getting bone marrow out of your bones ain't exactly the easiest thing, and there's a easier part of it, and explain that to you. Still not painless, uh, but then there's a harder one that hopefully, you know, they say, well, hopefully we don't have to do that one, but it's you should be aware it's a possibility. Going into your spine, you know, it, it's a thing. It ain't a, it ain't a uh, you know, it ain't a touch-up procedure. Um, yeah, of course, of course, of course, I'm going to do this. Let's do this. And I drive out to... Uh, the City of Hope um, facility out there outside Pasadena off the 210 freeway for those keeping score at home in L.A. Um, drove myself, and I was excited, and I felt good. I was going to document it. I'm not much of a vlogger. I'm definitely not good at it. It's a, you know, it's a skill. I don't have it necessarily. But I was going to take photos, and I did. I still have them somewhere. I took them to the hospital, and I did a little video like, I'm about to, hey, guys, I'm about to go in. I wanted to document it. I didn't do much after that um, in terms of documenting it. It wasn't on my heart to document it in that way. Not that I was doing it for clicks, but it was just like, ah, what am I trying to make a show of here? This is serious. Now, again, this could influence others to go do it, and and, and there's some great value in that. Um, yeah, you know, there's great value in that. So... But I just, I didn't feel, I didn't feel I was going about it in the right way. I was like, I think I'm making a show of something I shouldn't be making a show of. And you go in, you get a lot of blood taken out. Uh, note to self, don't just think that the orange juice and the cookie and the five minutes of rest you take after the blood as gets drawn is enough. I almost passed out and crashed on the freeway driving home. And I was, uh, uh, I was very close to my friend and riding partner, Matt Key's house. And I just thought of, I was like, I should tech, I should go to his house and just nap if he's home. Uh, which he was, and he told me later, why didn't you? I didn't. I drove home. I almost passed out and crashed on the freeway. Bad mistake. So maybe go with a friend or a family member if possible. But I go in there, and then that's it. You're done. The blood tests are like, let's t- for the next round of testing, and if it's all good, we'll, you know, and you don't know who you've matched with. You you don't know. Um, you just know someone needs, needs it, needs the help. And it's, you know, again, they're, they're, they don't have a hacking cough. It's serious. It's probably life-threatening. And so you feel good. And I, I'm sharing this story because if, if I want you all to consider being a bone marrow donor. They need a lot of them. Um, it's one of those things. Same with blood and uh, blood drives and whatnot. Um, good old pal Johnny LaQuasto now works for WWE. It, that's always been on his mind. He's, he's always done them. When no one, when no one is looking, he's doing those type of things, and it's uh, he's one of one of the nicest people out there for for a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. Um, and so I remember driving out, uh, and once he, you know, once I didn't pass on the freeway, it, it became more serious than uh, let me do a little vlog about how I'm gonna, you know, be a bone marrow donor. It became more serious, uh, became real, because you know, on the other end of it, some anonymous person that you don't know is not in a good situation. They're they're in a fight. And sadly, I say sadly, uh, only because I don't know this. I got, I got told that you, you, you've 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 passed the next audition. Um, the, your blood came back, everything good. Um, we can move forward. 
we'll let you know type situation. And, and then um, the word came back shortly after that I wasn't, uh, I wasn't needed anymore and that the, uh, quote, patient's situation has changed. And that's all you get. That's all you got to get. That's probably all you need to get. As I hung up the phone, there was a weird feeling of, of disappointment. Disappointment. Because you want to feel like you're doing something good. You, you don't want to be a hero. You're not putting on a cape and saving the world here. But you're thinking, I, I, I may, have had a, may have had a chance to do something of substance in this life. You know? And I, don't, I do podcasting. I write silly little things and talk about Star Wars. And it affects people. It is. I, I get great messages and, and letters from people that some of my work affects them. But it's it's silly to me, you know, right? It's it's this is something real and it is. It is without a doubt. And I I was sad. Shed a tear. Uh shed a tear for that person. Us I guess assuming it's right. It could also could also have been that things change for the better. But you got the sense maybe not. Maybe not. Most likely not. And it's rare to find a match, right? And there's not a lot of donors. And so it became suddenly very serious to me and important to me. So um, it didn't happen. And I've re-upped and, and still continue to be listed as a donor. Um, and I hope I get that call again. And I hope it. Uh, I hope I can do substance, something of substance. But I, I, I hope there's more potential donors out there. And it's something I want to, I wanted to focus on for this first time out because it's on my mind and on my mind to not leave it behind, maybe do more with it. So go to my website, com. go to the charities tab and see if there's something there. And if you want us to, uh, you know, uh, support something else, reach out to me. I usually, it's uh, inside the Patreon circle. Um, not so much because of the support, but because of the trust I have for those people. Um, that, uh, you know, I want to vet it and I want to be like, here, my charity is something horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, rebuilding the fourth, uh, third Reich. Nah, maybe we're not going to put that on there, you know? Um, but, uh, even if you're not a patron supporter, you got something on your heart and you got a charity you want, uh, the world to know about, reach out to me many ways to do it and go to my website and find out and uh, we'll, uh, we'll let that go on. Uh, we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more. We've got some great things on this list. Hope for Warriors, Crisis 22, Women in Film, Magic Wheelchair, Starlight Children's Foundation from my friend Stephen Stanton. Uh, Mysterious Barricades uh, is from our uh, one of our Patreon supporters, Matthew Thompson, St. Baldrick's Foundation. Just running down the list, and we'll talk more of the these. And then um, what I, I think I want to do, too, from time to time is actually uh, call some of the people who have uh, and, and talk to some of the people who have are in my life or um, my support group here for the show who, who suggested these things. And uh, maybe they could share some of their personal stories with it as well. So uh, as we go to 2020, uh, I'm always going to do silly little things. I'm always going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, the personal dramas and, and uh, have a lot of fun doing so. Uh, but hey, we all should every once in a while think, let me do something of a little more substance. Uh, tough times in the world, right? We can do our part to make it better. So that's on my mind. Starting the holiday season off with a thrill a minute podcast right now. I started to get serious, but it was it's just where I want to go this month. So consider going to 
the Be The Match website, which is bethematch.org. Check them out. And uh, mine that was local for me, City of Hope, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's obviously all, all around this great nation and beyond. So check it out. Help, uh, help us fight life-threatening blood cancers. We want to do that. We're almost out of here. Uh, I do want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Holiday season's coming up. Uh, Why We Love Star Wars is out there. Audiobook. It's available in German now. Hardcover German. I got to get a copy for myself. I'm gonna fit, can I go to German Amazon and buy my own book? I'm going to try. Um, also, some live events coming up. Uh, December 22nd looks like I'll be part of a great uh, Star Wars-themed live kind of comedy year-end show uh, put on by the Black Series Rebels guys, Alex and Steve and Cisco over at uh, Flappers and Burbank. So if you're local, uh, stay tuned for more information on that. I, I cannot uh, thank my Patreon supporters enough, particularly my executive producer supporters, which is Thomas Rizzling, Lethal Logan X, Bedore, Kyle Harlow, Matt Thompson, the aforementioned Matt Thompson, uh, Tamor, brothers Abdul and Rafa, thank you all, House Buddha, Donald Long, Nathan Ovendale, who's just, ah, oh God, Nathan sent me a great gift, a, a decanter, a, a custom-made Why We Love Star Wars decanter, displayed, displayed proudly in my living room right now where all the uh, drinks are. Zach Anderson, Ty Schellenberger, uh, Lalomi, new to the executive producer uh, team, and Chad Benefield uh, as well. We uh, all have a lot of fun uh, on our Discord server over there at the... Uh, Napsuck Files, Ken Napsuck Patreon Discord server. So check it out. Consider supporting and uh, consider being part of the team. That is it for this week as we start December. It's cold here in Burbank. It's down to 51 degrees. How will I survive? I don't know. See you all. Have a good start to your holiday month. <laughs>